This episode is brought to you in part by The Table Podcast from the Hendricks Center at Dallas Theological Seminary. I'm Daryl Bach, one of the hosts, and I invite you to join us as we discuss issues of God and culture, which includes anything and everything. Listen on your podcast app or at dts.edu slash the table. This episode is brought to you in part by Regent College, Vancouver, Canada. Experience God's call to a life more abundant with our one to two week summer courses. Sign up today at rgnt.net slash summer. Welcome to Questions and Ethics with Russell Moore, where we apply the gospel of the kingdom to cultural issues and your questions about the Christian life. And now, here's your host. Hello, this is Questions and Ethics with Russell Moore. I'm Russell Moore, and we're here broadcasting at Leland House, our offices of the Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission here on Capitol Hill in Washington, D.C., on a really, really, really cold and frigid day, as they all seem to be. As you know, we take your questions, things that you're grappling with in your home, in your neighborhood, in your workplace, in your church, and try to grapple with them ethically and see what a Christian perspective would be on those questions. And one has come in that's really interesting. This is what a pastor says. He writes and says, Hi, Dr. Moore. It's recently come to my attention that a man in my church takes boudoir photography. Boudoir, is that the way to pronounce it? I don't don't know if I've ever even said the word boudoir in my life, but I think what he means by that is uh, bedroom photography. And he says, here's the deal. He does these racy photos as a service for married couples. So these are pictures of wives for their husbands. And he says he has a uh, gallery of these things that rivals Victoria's Secret. Now, this pastor really doesn't have an ethical question about this. He thinks this is wrong, but he's saying, am I right in this? Uh, What should I say to this guy? How should I approach him about this situation? Uh, I know what he's going to say, pastor says. He's going to say this is art and not pornography. He's very artsy and just doesn't see the problem with this. So he's saying, I just don't know what I should do. Any wisdom that you could have on what to do would be appreciated. Thanks, Dr. Moore. Blessed by your ministry in a joint effort for the kingdom, an anonymous pastor. Now, here's the thing. This pastor is is right to be alarmed by this. It obviously is is not wrong for a husband to view his wife in uh, the sorts of situations that he's photographing. That's not the problem. The problem is that he is the one photographing this, so he has to be involved in seeing someone else's uh, wife in a situation that is meant to appeal to uh, sexual desire. And, and I, I think the Bible is is really clear about this, about the way that we're to relate to others as it relates to sexual desires. So think about, for instance, Romans 13, chapter 11, and do this knowing the time that now it is high time to awake out of sleep, for now our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Therefore, let us cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly as in the day, not in revelry or drunkenness, not in lewdness and lust, not in strife and envy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ 
and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lusts. Now, there are some things that people can say, well, I don't have a particular temptation or vulnerability there. So uh, someone may say, I'm able to work in this place because I don't have a particular vulnerability toward drunkenness. I'm working at a place that's right next to a bar or any number of other situations. But the draw toward the sexual union is present in everyone. This is every, this is at the root and the core of every single person. So no one can say, I don't struggle with lust. Uh, The question is, how do I grapple with lust? What in my life are the ways that I put protections around myself when it comes to lust? It is inconceivable to me that someone would be able to take photographs of a woman, not his wife, in, uh, and I don't know, boudoir photography, I don't really even know what that means, and I suppose it's a good thing that I don't, but I'm taking it that it means uh, very scantily clad. I just find it impossible to see how he would be able to navigate through that without being uh, at least at least at a point of temptation when it comes to lust, or as a stumbling block to other people when it comes to lust. So maybe he's able to say, hey, you know what? I don't even, I don't even see these things. I put a blindfold over my eyes and take these pictures and everything. If he tells you that, I think he's lying. Uh, and even if he's not, this is a bad, bad witness and testimony to the rest of the community. So I would, I would say to him as his pastor, this is not a situation that a Christian ought to be in. Now, I think that where you're going to have complexity is not going to be in terms of the morality of his doing this, is going to be where he is in his Christian life. So it could be that this is a brand new believer who just hasn't been discipled yet, and he doesn't know what the the Scripture teaches. I mean, I honestly have faced many situations in discipling new believers where I overestimated what they knew about the Word of God. And what that takes is your coming in and discipling him and showing him what this means and what the Lordship of Christ means in terms of grappling with his own with his own uh, sexual propriety toward other people. Or it may be somebody who's been in Christ for a long time who has every reason uh, to know what this means for his Christian life. And I would handle those two situations very differently. doesn't mean that I would say in either case, this is okay. This I do not think is okay. But I would, I would speak more gently, and I would have more patience with the new believer, but also working toward the goal of getting him out of this totally. So that's my two cents on that. What's your question? Well, what are you grappling with in your life or in your family or in your workplace or in your church or your neighborhood? Maybe something you're reading in the Scripture and you're wondering about or something you're talking with a family member about or with a coworker about, and you're wondering, how, how should I think about this? Let's, let's talk about it. Just send me an email at questions at erlc.com and let me know what your ethical question is. And we'll see you next time here on Questions and Ethics. This is Russell Moore. Walk the line.
Every day, CT testifies to the reality that Jesus is alive, transforming his world and bringing his kingdom to bear. Jesus transforms, CT equips. Make a gift to our nonprofit ministry with a gift of $20 to provide 150 more people with redemptive storytelling, global perspective, and thoughtful podcasts. Give now at morect.com equip.